Hello and welcome to Fragments of the Soul with me, Katie Fishlock. Today I am going to be talking about observations. And every time I say that, not the word observations, but the first bit, there's a part of me that really wants to say the Sesame Street word of today is observation. go with that (laughs) the reason I want to talk about this one uh, because it's something I wrote about yesterday and uh, I thought it'd be really lovely to share it with you and I started writing about and thinking about a speed awareness course (laughs) I know right About 10 years ago, I went to a speed awareness course. And a side note, my memory is absolutely shocking. I have experienced several bouts of trauma in my life and was really fascinating for some people. And I've just, over the past couple of years, realized this for me. When I have such lovely friends tell me and reminisce about times we spent together and I have no recollection... (laughs) I have big holes in my memory and I am just surprised at some of the things I remember and I remembered this speed awareness course I did 10 years ago and I remember it being in the middle of summer and it was one of those rare gorgeous hot days with the clear blue skies And one of those days you could think of a million other things other than going to the speed awareness course that was in this prefab building with hardly any windows and it was for the full day as well. (laughs) And what I will say though, the two guys that uh, hosted the course, shall we say, they were really entertaining and one of the things that I remember was uh, they said something along the lines of, and forgive me, this was 10 years ago, so I'm going to try and piece together it as close as I remember, was there will be times whilst you're driving that you may be really tired or a bit nervy if you're driving somewhere that you, you don't quite know where you're going, but mainly if you're really tired, A, you should stop, but if you don't... <laughs> One of the things they said was to observe, observe. I'm loving that I'm doing a podcast on a word that I find so difficult to say. Welcome to my dyslexic world. They said to observe all your surroundings as you drive. So as you're driving, look ahead of you and see the things coming into your vision or see things that are you know, about 10 metres ahead of you. So House of Red Door or Tesco's or Lady Pushing Bram and keeping your eye line slightly ahead of you so you're taking in the surroundings that are coming towards you but saying the things out loud, ideally, would kind of keep you focused and keep you fully aware of everything that's going on and will kind of keep the mind yeah keep the mind focused 
And weirdly enough, I have used this outside of the car more than anything. <laughs> I have used this in situations where I have either been incredibly bored or I have been incredibly nervous. So incredibly bored when you're waiting or um, you're trying to burn time or I'm nervous where I'm waiting for something to happen or I'm not really somewhere where I feel comfortable and I can't quite leave yet. And so I look at what's going on around me and I either write it down or I say it in my head. And I did this the other day and I was able to write the things down. And I thought I, by example, I would read some of the things that I wrote down in observation. And this was an exercise more because I was feeling a little bored and a little nervous. And I didn't quite know what to really do to do about it. And I remembered this little exercise and it really, it really calmed me down. But it also made me, it really also entertained me because I could just really spend the time looking, really looking at what was happening around me. So I'm just going to read some of these out to you. It might sound a bit like a poem, but that wasn't the intention. So let's just, let's just roll with it. <laughs> so here we go. I, I kind of want to now call it a title because it will read as a poem. One of the first lines I have written is, but there is a disco ball. So let's, let's just say that's the title. <laughs> but there is a disco ball. A baby strapped to a man's chest, eating nachos. Her energy is so sweet, why aren't they speaking to her? She sits so patiently, waiting for someone to stop and talk. They toy with her things, and then they have to go. He mopped the background, stinking the place up with disinfectant. Stop it, I wanted to shout. You're ruining an already stale environment. Her handbag is on the floor. No one cares. Why do we ignore the pure souls, especially the ones underneath the disco ball? The guy with the short hair and a long plait has a dog with no lead. And then written on the other page, I started writing some bullet points on why I was doing this and I wrote things like it calms my nerves it keeps me focused it makes me feel really in the present and then I started writing things like but when we observe outwards should we be observing inwards and does that mean you get a greater sense of self and what's the point in that <laughs> A very small window on how my mind works. But it's true. It's um, if observing and really taking the time to see what happens in your exterior world and noticing all its very minute nuances brought me some peace and focus in a space that I was feeling very 
nervous and fidgety, then what does observing the inside and in, in yourself do? <laughs> and these are the big questions I always throw out there. And, uh, and I sit with them for a bit. And it's really funny, actually, because I edit all of these podcasts. And so I get to hear my voice hours and hours and hours on end. And with the ear of critique... Because I want to make sure, you know, I take away all the the nitty gritty bits. Not the fun nitty gritty bits, but the tiny little noises or, you know, I leave some mispronunciations in there because <laughs> there's so many. But there's a lot I take out. And I've been noticing and observing the way I speak a lot because I've been spending a lot of time really focusing on that. And I've noticed things about my speech and the way I talk that I had never noticed before and found it deeply fascinating and I mean it's hard to say that once I noticed those things there was a huge part of me that thought oh, I really need to change that <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that uh, one of the things was that I dropped my t's a lot and uh, I noticed that and I don't know and I didn't quite like that not like it really matters <laughs> and I always found then I realized that actually observing your exterior world is peaceful and what can be peaceful and helps me focus but really observing the interior world does that bring me peace I don't know whether it does bring me peace. Isn't that meditation? Is that meditation? Is meditation observing your inner world? I suppose it is, really. Well, sometimes it can be. Hmm. Observing the the self, <laughs> I suppose, is a form of meditation. And then what's the point of that? What's the point of observing oneself? For me, I, I'm an introvert, so I spend a lot, I love spending a lot of time alone in solitude. So I get to be with myself a lot, and naturally I do spend a lot of time taking my thinking inwards. And... Sometimes it's not a particularly easy place to be. Sometimes it's really entertaining. <laughs> and sometimes it just brings about 10 million more questions to add, add to the very long list of questions I already have. And that's an interesting point, actually. We go for observations and I, I've just circled back around to observing your outward environment particularly if you're in a busy place um, if you're driving or if you're sat in a cafe or waiting for someone on the high street there's lots of things to observe but when you're alone you have your room and then you have yourself 
And the most busiest thing in that room is yourself. So naturally, <laughs> it's not too long before you start thinking and observing yourself. And this really reminds me of so many times I've listened to great teachers and read really great bodies of work. And there's always a point made in there about observing your thoughts and then just letting them go. And this is circling back around to meditation a bit, is observing the thoughts and just letting them go. And I don't know whether you've ever done that. I have. It's really, really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Because I pick up a thought in my brain and I observe it. And then I can't help but observe it for a little longer and a little longer. And then before I know it, I'm right in that thought. <laughs> taking it to the next level or getting caught up in it and some of them I can let go but it's a really hard thing to do and I do feel that I'm not alone with that though I really do observing yourself and your thoughts and then just letting it all go Something I've heard so many times and every time, depending on what mood I'm in, every time I say out loud, yeah, that is easier said than done. <laughs> and it is. It is. <sighs> That's why I found breath me meditation, just using the breath, really difficult. Because it means you observe and stay focused on the breath. But before long, my observations get taken up with, with my thoughts and what's going on. And I find them so tricky just to let go and let them pass. Because I'm so fascinated. That's my point. I'm, I'm really fascinating. Oh, why am I thinking this? Oh, <laughs> And I feel that if you have a curious mind, that can be really hard to do. You know, just to, to let them go. But what I will say is when I have taken the time to look at and observe where my mind is at, at that particular point, I find it fiercely interesting. So, oh, I feel a bit agitated or oh I feel a bit nervous and also I mean I'm focusing on the mind here and what I will say is the body my favorite kind of inward observation is less so on the mind if I'm honest it's more about the body it's observing the body observing what it feels like is it comfortable and for me, that's observing the body. I find much more insightful than when I observe my mind. I always throws up a few surprises. 
I never knew that my right hip is really hurting until now. <laughs> or, hmm, that's really funny, I'm really cold on my left calf. My left calf is really, really cold for some reason. And it's almost like when I start observing the body with no kind of like when I observe my surroundings like I did earlier with no judgment no just just observation just writing it down and when I do that with the body it's just really insightful and it's almost like I can hear my body go oh my goodness I'm being seen you see me (laughs) and there's something really warm and comforting about that and I just take a moment to go okay I'm sat in this chair been sat here for about an hour there's to observe what's going on and I may find that you know my lower back is a little bit sore or my right foot is slightly numb because I've crossed it over the left for quite some time. Or I'm holding tension in my right hand and arm. And when I observe the body, this is what's interesting. When I observe my body and I notice, for example, that I'm holding tension in my right arm, the minute I notice that, I sense very soft ease it's like oh now it feels a bit more relaxed and so weirdly enough when I observe the body I can let go way more easily let go of that tension let go of crossing my legs and uncross them let go of the feeling of numbness in my lower spine by just moving ever so slightly and just let go and feel the body be more at ease. Can't really do that with the mind. Not not as easily. Not as easily. I can, but not, not, not as easily. And so one of the things I have found is that bringing ease or comfort to yourself in a time of distress or even when you can't get to sleep at night I've done this before pulling my observation and attention on 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 just being super curious and observing what my body is doing and each part of it and what it feels like and depending on how much energy I have which most of the time isn't much but if I do have a bit more energy I kind of have a bit more fun with it it's like oh my god my right arm is is numb it's really holding lots of tension and if it was a material it feels like concrete (laughs) where my left hip hip flexor feels like wood that could break quite easily (laughs) for example (laughs) and also the positives too it's like oh my uh my chest feels really nice and warm and soothing like a hot water bottle 
And even doing that, just saying that out loud, and I'm noticing that I'm crossing my legs, I've actually uncrossed them subconsciously and and just feeling a lot more ease come in with the body. So just if you're still with me <laughs> on this, thank you. But to tie this all up on today's episode of Observations, it's a really lovely way to A, be in the present, to observe your surroundings and your inner world can bring you right down to the present. What's the point of being in the present and kind of how can that help? It just keeps you focused. It can actually make you feel a little bit more calmer because you're focusing more on the here and now. And it can really bring more ease for me. And I'm just speaking from my own experiences here, you know. I I feel a bit more easeful when I'm observing and I'm being really present. I think because, like I said earlier, my mind's really curious. I'm like, ooh, I get really curious with it. Same with my body. And when you observe the body and the mind, but particularly the body, it kind of loves you for it. It really does. It's like, oh my God, Katie's noticing me. <laughs> She's ignored me for pretty much most of the day until now. I feel seen. And it's also really lovely to do. So I think for now I'm going to leave you with those little stories and ramblings of mine. And thank you for staying with me. And thank you for listening. And for now, goodbye.